الحمد لله حمدا كثيرا طيبا مباركا فيه كما يحب ربنا ويرضى أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله الناصح الأمين اللهم صل على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين ومن تمسك بسنته إلى يوم الدين ثم أما بعد يا عباد الله قال الله سبحانه وتعالى في كتابه الكريم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ألم تر كيف فعل ربك بأصحاب الفيل Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inside of this tremendous chapter of the Qur'an He says after the basmala Have you not seen, yani what translated means And have you not seen how your Lord has dealt with the companions of the elephant Wal-khitab, the address here Yukhatibu Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Al-Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam The address here is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is addressing the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam And in addressing the Prophet it also enters into it the Ummah of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam لِأَنَّ الْأُمَّتَهُ تَابِعَ لَهُ because the ummah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Then they are following the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam So thus the address here is to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam And to the ummah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam وَقَالَ مُفَسِّرُونَ And the scholars of tafsir also say وَلْيُخَاطِبْ كُلُّ مَنْ يُصِحُّ تُوَجِّهُهُ الْخِطَابِ That also it is addressed everyone who the address is sound and it is okay and it is correct that they be addressed. So it is an address that is general to all those who the address is applicable for that they be addressed with the likes of this. أَلَمْ تَرَ كَيْفَ فَعَلَ رَبُّكَ بِأَصْحَابِ الْفِيلِ Have you not seen how your Lord has dealt with the companions of the elephant? Allah Azza wa Jalla goes on to, to further say in this, in this surah, أَلَمْ يَجْعَلْ كَيْدَهُمْ فِي تَضْلِيلٍ Have we not made their plot, have we not sent their plot astray? وَأَرْسَلَ عَلَيْهِمْ طَيْرًا أَبَابِيلٍ And we sent upon them birds and flocks. تَرْمِيهِمْ بِحِجَارَةٍ مِنْ سِجِّيلٍ And they were thrown at them. They were plummeted with rocks from سِجِّيلٍ they were hit and struck with rocks from Sijil. So thus they were left like an empty field that had been trampled and eaten to the end of it. Naam. Ya ibadullah. Qala al Imam al Alama Uthaymeen rahmatullah alayhi ala kullin. Fa'inna Allah ta'ala yukarriru ma fa'ala. Subhanahu wa ta'ala bi ashabi fil. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala here he informs us of what he subhanahu wa ta'ala he had did to the companions of the elephant. Inside of this there is a tremendous ibarah. There is a tremendous lesson for us. Because the stories that come inside of the Quran and come inside of the sunnah 
They are not from the standpoint FYI, just so we know. No, but rather they are from the standpoint that we gain from them an admonition. And there is a tremendous admonition that had taken place here when we reflect upon this story. We reflect upon this occurrence. Because this is something that had happened. This is truly had happened. This is not a fictitious tale. But this is a piece of history that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is reminding us of so that we may reflect. So we may gain admonition from it. It is important that we know the khalfiyat behind this story, that we know the background information behind this occurrence. Imam Uthaymeen rahmatullah alayhi, al-alama rahmatullah alayhi, he explains, وَأَصْحَابِ الْفِيلِ هُمْ أَهْلِ الْيَمِنِ أَلَّذِينَ جَاءُوا لِهَدْمِ الْكَعْبَةِ That the companions of the field, they were from the people of Yemen. They had come to destroy the Kaaba. بِالْفِيلْ عَظِيمِ they had a tremendous elephant They had a tremendous elephant That the king of Habasha He sent unto them He sent them the tremendous elephant To go with the army now To destroy the Kaaba And the, and the reason for this That the, the king of Yemen Is that the king of Yemen He wanted to prevent the people from making Hajj to the Kaaba. He wanted to prevent them and to stop them and dissuade them from making Hajj to the Kaaba. To making Hajj to the Kaaba, Baytullah Azza wa Jal. فَبَنَا بَيْتًا يُشْبِهُ الْكَعْبَ So the king of Yemen, he built a house that resembled the Kaaba. نعم. وَدَعَ النَّاسِ إِلَى حَجِّهِ And he called the people to make Hajj to this house in Yemen instead of going to the Kaaba in Mecca. So as to dissuade them and prevent them from making Hajj to Allah Ta'ala's house. So the Arab, they became angry with this. So a man from the Arab, he went he went to this house that was built in Yemen The one, the, the house that the king of Yemen He had built it to be a replacement for the Kaaba So a man from the Arab, he went there And in his disgust And showing his disgust For what this individual, what this king he was trying to do Tagawwada this man, he went to this house that this king of Yemen, he had built to have the people come there to make hajj instead of the Kaaba. And he defecated inside of the house. He defecated inside of it. But he just didn't do that. But then he took the defecation and he smeared it along the walls desecrating this house that this king of Yemen had built as a replacement for the Kaaba. So the king of Yemen, he became mad. He became outraged. He became inflamed. He became inflamed with anger because of what was done in the, de in the desecration of destruction in which he had built. So he informed the king of Habasha because at this time, Yemen, it was under the kingdom of Habasha. 
Habasha was the main kingdom and Yemen was under the, the, the rulership of Habasha. Naam. So he informed, he informed the king of Habasha, modern day Ethiopia, of what had taken place. So he sent to him this tremendous elephant, because elephants they were used as objects of warfare. Because they were very hard to topple, they were very hard to deal with when dealing with the battlefields of antiquity. So he sent to him this tremendous elephant that was an elephant of warfare. وَكَانَ مَعَهُ سِتَّةٌ لِتُسَاعِدَهُ And there were, it has been said that he sent along with this tremendous elephant, six other elephants. So as to help them, so as to help them in their campaign to go and destroy the Kaaba. So the king of Yemen, فَجَاءَ مَالِكِ الْيَمَنِ بِجُنُودِهِ لِيَهْدِيمَ الْكَعْبَ عَلَى زَعْمٍ So he went with his army to go and destroy the Kaaba, so he thought. نعم. وَلَكِنَّ اللَّهُ سُبْحَانُهُ وَتَعَالَى حَافَظَ بَيْتَ But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he protected his house. Allah Azza wa Jal, he protected his house. And it is important to know and to understand that the occupants of Mecca at the time they saw this army with these mighty elephants this tremendous army coming to destroy the Kaaba and they had no military response they had no military response they couldn't deal with it so they ran they ran to the mountains they ran and got out the way because they had no military response but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ha but Allah Azza wa Jal, He protected His house. فَلَمَّا صَارُوا إِلَى الْمَكَانِ يُسَمَّى So when this mighty army had reached a place that's called مُغَمَّس وَقَفَ فِيهِ The tremendous elephant, it stopped. وَحَرَنَ Not just it stopped, but it stopped and it refused to go forward. It stopped and it stopped listening to the, the, the driver. It stopped listening to the cat, to the elephant jockey. The one that was driving it, it stopped listening, it stopped obeying. It stopped and it refused to go forward. That it refused to go towards the Kaaba. So the, so the, the, uh, elephant jockey, it was rebuking it. Huh? Striking it, hitting it, trying to get it to go forward. But the elephant, it kept refusing. It did not want to move from its place. But when it was faced towards back towards Yemen, then it started to move. Then it will go. Not just go, but it will start to go. And the ulama to see they mentioned that it will go hurriedly. It will start to hurriedly rush and try towards Yemen. But when it was turned to Mecca, Naam, Wakafa. But when it was turned back to Mecca, it stopped. When it was turned to go back to Yemen, it started trotting and way and running. But when it was turned, okay, now turn around and go back towards Mecca, it stopped. And it kept doing its it kept stopping. Naam. And this is a sign from the signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This Ya'ibad Allah is a sign from the signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
We need to understand, Ya Ibadullah, Masha'Allah can, wa ma lam yasha, lam yakun. We need to understand that whatever Allah has decreed, then verily it will happen. No one can prevent it. And whatever Allah has not decreed, then it will not happen. This is Allah Ta'ala's deen. This is Allah Ta'ala's deen. Allah Jalla wa'ala, He will protect, He will preserve His deen with or without us. This is the lesson, Ya Ibadullah. This is the lesson that we need to know and need to understand from this tremendous story that this is Allah's deen and Allah will protect it with or without us. Hada, aqulu qawli hada, wa astaghfirullaha li wa lakum wa li jami'il muslimin. Fastaghfiru fa innahu huwa al-ghafuru rahim. Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salam ala rasulillah wa ba'd. Ya ibadullah, let us reflect over the Qur'an. Let us reflect over the Qur'an and the guidance that comes therein. Let us reflect. This army, it came to a standstill. Because their mission was to go to destroy the Kaaba. That was their mission. But this tremendous elephant refused to proceed. Refused to proceed. Them. And if anyone has any information about elephants and how they work, when elephants are stampeding, there is a lead elephant. And the elephants that follow, they follow the lead of the lead elephant. So the lead elephant stops, they stop. If the lead elephant goes, they go. So because the lead elephant is stopped, everything came to a halt. It was a standstill. So they stood there in that place because they have to go, they thinking to go fulfill their mission of destroying the Kaaba. So they came to a standstill. When they came to the standstill, أَرْسَلَ اللَّهُ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَىٰ عَلَيْهِمْ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He sent against them birds. And I want you to understand the benefit that we gained from this. The Malik of Habasha, He sent to the Malik of Yemen what? A mighty elephant to go and destroy the Kaaba. Allah Azza wa Jal, He sent against them what? Birds. How small is a bird compared to a tremendous elephant? Huh? How small is a bird compared to a tremendous elephant? Showing that what? That the power and the might is with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. No matter what an individual may amass from means, no matter what an individual may amass from means in his plot to go against the truth and to fight the truth, this is Allah Ta'ala's deen, and Allah Ta'ala will protect it and safeguard it no matter what they have gathered, no matter if the whole world has come against, no matter they have all the resources at man's disposal, they will never be able to, to, to extinguish the light of Islam. They will never be able to extinguish the truth because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will protect and to safeguard this deen with or without us. So no matter what is amassed, no matter what the resource, there is never enough resources for the creation to defeat Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It will never happen. So Allah ta'ala, He sent against them these, these birds. <laughs> these birds, right? And these birds, they struck them 
They struck them with clay, clay stone, stones made out of clay. Naam. So Allah Ta'ala, He informs us that these individuals, Allah Ta'ala, He sent their plot astray. Alam fi How we, we sent their plot astray. They had a plan, they plotted, they planned, we sent it astray, it didn't happen. Why? The tawfiq is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah didn't give them tawfiq, He didn't give their plan success, He didn't allow their plan to come to fruition. But rather Allah ta'ala arsala alayhim tayran ababil. But He sent until them birds, birds in what? In flocks. Tayran ababil. That they were flocks of birds, different flocks of birds that had came against this army. And in, in every bird had inside of his beak a very strong rock. A strong rock. Min sijil. Huh? A strong rock, a stone from Sijil, wa huwa tuin, al mashwi. And the Sijil is like clay that has been baked. Huh? Clay that has been baked and now it's really hard. Wahadha al-Hajar, laysa kabira. But this rock that they were struck with, it wasn't big. Because mind you, it's in the beak of a bird. Bird beak is not that big. So what it can carry, it's not that big. Right? So these rocks, they were not big. But it was small. But it was small. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, look how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He punished those ones who tried to destroy the Kaaba. Look how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He punished those who tried to destroy the Kaaba. And likewise, we find admonition from this because you'll find similar is done to those who try to fight against the deen of Al-Islam. Those who try to fight against the deen of Islam is that you find that they are destroyed from humiliating ways because none knows the armies of Allah except for Him. None knows the armies of Allah except for Him. So these rocks, these small rocks, the ulama tafsir they say, يَضْرِبُ وَاحِدْ مِنْهُمْ مِنْ مِنْ رَأْسِهِ وَيَخْرُجْ مِنْ دُبْرِهِ وَعِيَادُ One of these individuals, the rock, it will strike him on his head. Allah Ta'ala, He punished these individuals. They, these, this small rock, that hard rock, that was from this baked type of clay. It will hit one of these individuals from the armies that have come to destroy the Kaaba. It will hit him on his head, penetrate his body, and exit through his anus. You see the punishment Allah Ta'ala put them through? And it's what they deserve for what they was trying to do. So Allah Ta'ala, He made them like they were an empty, desolate field of grain that had been eaten, trampeded upon, stomped upon by the animals. If anyone has ever seen a field of corn or any field after the harvest, after it is totally taken away, destroyed, the animals have eaten from it, the humans have taken from it, what they want to take from it, everybody who was taken from it was walking upon it, it is totally destroyed. Totally destroyed. You have witnesses to see what it used to be, but you see now it is nothing in total destruction. Totally destroyed. 
in this there is a tremendous lesson for us, ya ibadullah. وقال العلامة عثيمين رحمة الله عليه هذا مجمل هذه السورة العظيمة. He said this is just a summarized explanation of this يعني tremendous سورة التي بين الله سبحانه وتعالى فيها ما فعل بأصحاب الفيل. Where Allah Taala He explains and He makes it clear therein what He had done to the companions of the elephant. لأن كيدهم صار في نحورهم because their plot struck them in their neck. Huh? Their plot struck them in their neck. Or like what we say in the expression in English which bears a similar meaning is that what? Their plot came back to bite them. They thought they were doing something and it turned, it came back to destroy them, came back to bite them. وَهَكَذَا كُلُّ مَنْ أَرَادَ الْحَقْ بِالسُّوءِ And this is the same way for everyone who intends evil for the truth. فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ تَعَالَى يَجْعَلَ كَيْدَهُ فِي النَّحْرِ That Allah Ta'ala, He will send their plot back against them to strike them in their neck. Meaning, their plot will come back to bite them. It will be that which will be detrimental unto them. Ya ibadullah, those who intend for this deen harm, Allah Ta'ala will destroy them. Allah Ta'ala will deal with them. Allah Ta'ala will take care of them. Naam? The question is though, the question is, we know what's going to happen to them. The question is, what are we doing? The question is, what are we doing for Allah Ta'ala's deen? The question is, what are we doing from our efforts for Allah Ta'ala's deen? Because the reality of it is that whatever we put forth for good, for the deen of Allah Azza wa Jal, it is only for our own benefit. Because with or without us, Allah Ta'ala's deen will be victorious over all of the religions. With or without us. The question is, what are we doing to establish the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Or do we just have talk? How many of the individuals, they come and they say, we would like to have a masjid here inside of this region. We would like to have a masjid here inside of this town. We would like to have a masjid here in this neighborhood. Play, what are we doing to establish a masjid in the neighborhood? Are we just saying it? Are we just saying what we would like to have? What monies have we put forward for that? What effort have we put forward for that? What real estate have we looked into acquire as relates to establishing that? How many of the people they say, I want to have an imam here five times a day, so every time I come, there's someone to leave the salah, so on and so forth. But what have we put forward to the establishment of that? What have we put forward for our monies from that? But yet we say we want to have it. We want to have it because we want to have it, and it's because we have it. How many of us are here five times a day, every single day? The excuse would be what? I have to work, brother. My work prevents me from coming here as much as I would like to come here because maybe my work sends me away to another town. Maybe my work sends me away to another state. Or I'm, at, I'm working in a nearby region, but it is at times where I don't have time to come here to make this prayer or that prayer. But I come for that prayer and that prayer. But what do you know what it does to equal up to? Five times a day. You know what it does it equal up to? Five prayers a day here. Why you say because of your work? But then you have an imam or someone who is taking some responsibility, but he has to work. Why? Because we have not come together to free his time so that he's here. Do we think that just because a person is here, then now his bills just get paid just because? Now his family is taken care of just because? Just because? Huh? What have we done to facilitate that which we're looking for? The same way that this individual has to, you have to pay your bills, this individual has to pay his bills. The same way, because you work, you can't be here all the time, this individual has to work, so so what? He can't be here all the time. But then we say, but then we say, but then we say, Ya yeah, subhanAllah, what are we doing? 
And I'm bringing this up as to say what? As a reminder of what is going on locally. As a reminder of what we say we need locally. And we are not putting forth our hands to do it. Who are we waiting for to do it? You waiting for the Kufar to come and establish a masjid for us? You waiting for the American government to come and establish a masjid for us? You waiting for the American government to pay whatever salary for the Imam to be here for us? You waiting for the American government to pay for a Quran teacher to come and teach our children Quran? Are you waiting for the Kufar to establish the Allah's deen? But if you sitting on your hands, what do you expect? You don't sit on your hands when it comes to paying your bills. But yet you sit on your hands when it comes to paying the masjid bills. You make sure your bills are paid. But yet a measly thousand dollars can't be collected inside of four weeks, 30 days. Subhanallah. Allah Ta'ala, he says inside of his book, a reminder for us that we all need to pay attention to. Allah Ta'ala, he says, وَإِن تَتَوَلَّوْا يَسْتَبْدِلْ قَوْمًا غَيْرَكُمْ ثُمَّ لَا يَكُونُوا أَمْثَالَكُمْ And if you turn away, Allah will send another people other than you and they won't be like you. أَقِيمُ الصَّلَاةِ